Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com. Pi 50, 5500 is the number to call or text in, uh, D-Dowd Muska. Good afternoon, sir. How's this last day of the decade? Here well, we I just have, I'm, I'm uh, asking a favor for the local drunks this evening. Uh, I will be uh, leaving this uh, program, the studio, in about three hours, so... If you could just wait to start tying it on and getting out on the roads for a little more than three hours, I'll be safe and I'll be home in my in my jammies and safe and warm and sound. So just just wait a couple couple hours to start guzzling that stuff. Did you notice how packed the roads are and the stores and everything? Yes. I mean, yeah. Everybody's pretty packed. I don't think anybody's feeling the Rona, right? You're moving around. Why are you moving around? I see you. <laughs> I see you everywhere. <laughs> You're at the airport. Um, I see you on Facebook. You know, I wish everybody would have been able to listen to Dr. Yeadon. I wish everybody would oh. have been listening to, you know, the very, very important uh, broadcast that we put together for Reagan as we uh, round out this. Like, these are important things. Mm-hmm. And I think now, uh, more than ever, as I'm looking at staring down the barrel of the next decade, uh, so to speak. And, oh, by the way, folks, we will be, uh, we will be uh, uh, broadcasting uh, likely tomorrow. So uh, we'll be here uh, doing that, and of course, you can uh, join in for New Year's Day broadcast as you forecast uh, uh, forward. But you know, it, I just look at this, and we have been listening to so much misinformation. Yep. And the local media has been right there, and they've been saying we're right there with you through this painful, difficult this time, and and you've been going through this, and this isn't your fault. It's Donald Trump's fault. Well, I think Donald Trump, our president, the greatest president in the history of this country. Could potentially still be there, folks. Could stand, could still be there come January 21st. Uh, we've got now the latest news that's coming in as just of, what, maybe about, uh, about an hour ago that came in. And uh, we're seeing at least 140 House Republicans expected to challenge the Electoral College result of uh, President-elect Joe Biden's Electoral College victory. Uh, here's the facts that you need to know. Two House Republicans say they expect, as of now, that at least 140 Republican members of the House will, on January 6th, object to and vote against the Electoral College results. That is uh, from CNN host Jake Tapper. Representative Denver Riggleman, what a great name. You know, like, oh, Riggleman. Yeah. That sounds like a guy you can trust, right? As good as, good as a guy's <laughs> first. He just sounds like he was staking out his, his claim on the Western, like, Oh, land ashore, you know. That's Riggleman County down there. Representative Denver Riggleman told Forbes a staggering number of his Republican House colleagues will object, adding that 140 certainly seems possible, but I wouldn't be surprised to see it even higher. Now, how many were you at? We're about 210 right now. That tells me that those other people could be swayed and as more people go to Washington, D.C., and as January 6th comes upon us, let me tell you, they're feeling the pressure. They absolutely are, and they're going to stand up, and this has yet to be played out. Things might be calm, cool, and collected tonight and tomorrow and maybe the next day, but you are going to see a galvanized group 
of conservatives. I'm not going to even call them Republicans. These are conservatives that are out there. They're going to stand, and populist conservatives at that, we're going to be standing behind our president. Riggleman said that he initially expected around 100 objections, but that pressure is being exerted on House Republicans, as evidenced by state delegations putting out joint statements vowing to object to the vote. Uh, He says, I would be getting pressure right now, said Riggleman, who lost his renomination to a right-wing challenger in June, adding that the vote to object keeps their base very happy. And they know it'll keep the conference happy, and they'll know it's not going to win anyway. Riggleman said that there's not a whole lot of excitement for the vote because most of his colleagues don't believe in the systemic fraud that Trump has alleged, but he's echoed that in Ben Sass and said that when we talk in private, I haven't heard a single congressional Republican allege that the election results were not fraudulent, not one. So that's the way we feel. Everybody feels like the election is stolen, okay? There's going to be a huge number of people. If you're Antifa, I would not go to D.C. If you're Black Lives Matter, uh, I would avoid D.C. at all costs. Because the things that I'm picking up in the chatter and what I'm hearing, uh, it's not going to be friendly. It is not going to be friendly come next Wednesday. And if you happen to be there, uh, I hope you're protecting yourself. Let's watch, just put it that way. Watch out, pajama boys. Yeah. It's not going to look good. So we know that they leveraged the Rona. They used the Rona. There's a reason why they called for a second lockdown, and I think it's to prevent this, actually this, to prevent American people from congregating, coming together, and stating, stating explicitly that this was a stolen election. They don't want that to happen. And come 2021, as we have... uh, seen it in less than seven hours from now, you are looking at potentially the opening up of a civil war. I'm referring to it as the second revolutionary war that will be coming this next year. It's almost unstoppable. No amount of mask wearing, stay at home guidance, no amount of, hey, you know what? I'm really afraid of the corona is going to keep patriots at home, at bay, and not fighting for their country over the next 20 days. It's here, folks. Everybody should be paying attention. You all should be listening. You all should be subscribing to rockoftalk.chat. Please do so. We'll get you the information that you need. And we're prepared. I hope you're prepared. Because, you know, I I feel like listening to Alex Jones today. You know, do do you feel like a little bit of like Alex Jones today? I do feel a little bit like Alex Jones. We're not going to play Alex Jones, but... Um, the globalist, the globalist. Maybe we'll do a little bit of that uh, d- d- tomorrow. All right. There's a lawsuit that's got some legs, and Dowd has been knee-deep into this stuff. Uh, we will have the camera on Dowd come Monday, as everything is all set up. A uh, couple of show notes, or I should say a couple of station notes. Uh, the AM is absolutely uh, blasting through the, sh- through the canyons now. Sounds great. It is absolutely amazing. Full-blown, 10,000 watts. Uh, thing has healed. Top to bottom, uh, reaching all of northern New Mexico, uh, it is sounding better than ever. So very excited about that. Uh, exciting news coming on the uh, FM as well. So very happy about uh, what we've been talking about. And, of course, uh, you know, spreading the news with rockoftalk.tv. That's right, Rock of, rockoftalk.com, rockoftalk.chat, rockoftalk.tv, all coming together. We've been working diligently hard and preparing for uh, 2021. That will be your home for so many of you patriots, so many of you 
populist patriots, I should say, the people who believe in this country are going to be calling home. So now there's a lawsuit. A little bit of uh, little little wackadoodles involved in all this uh, uh, lawsuit uh, flinging. I think there's going to be more than a few lawsuits to start the beginning of the year. And this is one that has been filed, um, and doubt has been knee-deep in in this. And this has a lot to do with the onerous restrictions coming from our Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham. And we've already told you that she has failed dramatically. I think it's probably the main reason why she didn't get picked up as Health and Human Services Secretary yep. by uh, the Democrat uh, President Joe, uh, President-elect Joe Biden. Uh, it has to do with her inability to perform, and she did not perform her duties. Joe, Joe Biden recognized that. It's time that you recognize that. But this lawsuit, uh, has it been filed yet? Yes, uh, it has, and it's an interesting... Uh, boy, where to begin? It, it can, It's 125 pages. It is a significant suit. Uh, it's not narrowly ta- tailored. It's very broad. Um, basically, they're asking nothing less than the complete overturning of everything Michelle Lujan Grisham has done for the last nine months. And reading this is so funny. I think about the, the you know, your typical silver-haired, ponytailed person reading this in New Mexico and or, or the governor's uh, chief flax, and they're probably just laughing out loud reading this and saying, you know, this this is just so preposterous on, on its face. Um, the problem with that perspective is that a decision reached in Pennsylvania back in September that broadly struck down similar types of restrictions that were passed in New Mexico was reached by a federal judge. Uh, it was, it's, it's been stayed by an appellate court. And so these federal lawsuits against, you know, citing constitutional violations of our basic liberties, the more of these cases bubble up and the more different, differing decisions and differing appellate court decisions we get, the more the Supreme Court is going to ultimately have to take this under advisement, seeing that all of the, uh, you know, there's just so many contrasting suits all over the country. They're going to have to come down on this and say, where where do we weigh in on these broad uh, usage of gubernatorial powers to just strip away basic fundamental rights? And the decision in Pennsylvania rested, uh, it was based solely on three, uh, three it was, the, the plaintiffs were appealing three things that Governor Wolf did in Pennsylvania, and then our New Mexico is similar to this. Um, the, the broad stay-at-home order, the gubernatorial decision to decide what is an essential and, and non-essential business. In Pennsylvania, it was called life-sustaining or non-life-sustaining. But either way, you're, you're granting this extraordinary power to one individual to decide winners and losers in this. And then the restriction on gatherings, uh, the, the ability of uh, one government official to say, you know, it's, you, five people can't get together, ten people can't get together. And so what was so interesting about Judge Stickman's decision, and he's a, a Donald Trump appointee in Pennsylvania, uh, making this ruling back in September was, uh, quote, good intentions toward a laudable end are not alone enough to uphold governmental action against a constitutional challenge. And this is the key phrase, and this is a man who clearly understands the Bill of Rights. Indeed, the greatest threats to our system of constitutional liberties may arise when the ends are laudable and the intent is good, especially in a time of emergency. In an emergency, even a vigilant public may let down its guard over its constitutional liberties, only to find that liberties, once relinquished, are hard to recoup, and that restrictions, while expedient in the face of an emergency situation, may persist long after immediate danger has passed. Thus, in reviewing emergency measures, the job of the courts is made more difficult by the deliberate balancing that they must undertake. Uh, The court is guided in this balancing act by principles of established constitutional 
jurisprudence. And, of course, the, at the end of his lengthy 60-page decision, the Pennsylvania judge ruled against the governor's stay-at-home order, against the governor's distinction between life-sustaining and non-life-sustaining, and against the governor's restrictions on gatherings. He so did, I think this all gets down, sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but this all gets down to good governance. Yeah. Was good judgment used? Uh, he's in, inserting the time measure because he's saying immediate, non-immediate, and then persist. Uh, so the factors of time are weighed in uh, what is being uh, pushed out here. And, I, you know, nobody is going to disagree. Look, a national emergency was declared, but 50 different states reacted 50 different ways. Right? They all looked at it very different. And if you're taking what happened in September and October and they, they reached that, that, that decision and then they overstretched their bounds in places like New Mexico and you see what's happening in California with Gavin Newsom, he's likely going to get recalled and they're going to be successful. Unlike the conservatives and the populists here in the state of New Mexico, we're not able to do it. We've got 14,000 signatures, but we should be way beyond that at this point mm-hmm. because, you know, if Michelle Lujan Grisham, should she get elected, we could still call her out on this three years hence. From today, we could still talk about 2021 or 2020 and 2023, even 2024. The election for, for governors in 2022, with every day that passes, she is continuing to damage this state more and more. So I think his insertion of time into all of this, I think, is probably the, the most important factor. You know, because no one is going to be doubting that, well, okay, we have a national emergency, the president declared it, but how did she handle it? Mm-hmm. Did she consider? Who did she consider? Who did she not consider? Did she only consider herself in, in all of this? And were there actual timelines that were given? Uh, and she never carefully weighed, as she indicated on several press conferences, doubt, mm-hmm. where she was going to, I want to see the economic data. I want to, you know, get into the the information so we can make timely decisions on how to move forward because our businesses are going to be pressing. And then it turned into carte blanche. Well, shut everybody down, anybody who disobeys me. Yeah. Uh, And, of course, a lot of judges have thrown out those arguments, those constitutional arguments. Judge Stickman found them compelling, again, nominated by by Donald Trump. All you anti-Trump libertarians out there, this guy, this is probably the most, most important decision we've seen in the last nine months, and you think, well, why is Dowd talking about all this, this Pennsylvania stuff? What does that have to do with this new suit in, in New Mexico? I'm, I'm giving you the, the constitutional background before I get into this issue of this suit, which actually takes it to a whole nother level. It makes all these constitutional arguments, similar arguments that were being made in this Pennsylvania case, but it adds, it opens up a whole new front, and I'm very impressed by the front it opens, which is the judge talks about emergencies. You know, there are legitimate emergencies, but we have to be, you know, we have to be even more zealous to guard our liberties in legitimate emergencies. This New Mexico case and a similar case in Ohio is making the argument that it doesn't even qualify. The coronavirus doesn't even qualify as an emergency in light of what we know about the failure of PCR tests, the funny math when it comes to fatalities. You know, we've gone over these numbers again and again and again. So, not only do we have at least one case out of a federal case in Pennsylvania where you're getting to the core of whether government can restrict our liberties based on an emergency, this case and its sister case in Ohio are arguing this was never even an emergency to begin with. And it goes on at length to discuss 
we we talk about it almost every day. We we did a post up on uh, rocktalk.chat looking at, you know, our source here in the scientific community in New Mexico, very uh, trained 25 years in in physics, PhD physicist, uh Dr. Brian's finding of no excess deaths throughout the year, even though this is the worst thing that ever happened to America and we're supposed to have, you know, well over 300,000 people dying. So the value of this suit and it, you know, whether it's tossed out immediately or not is that and I encourage you to read this uh, if you don't want to read all 125 pages, read at least the section that walks you through the failures of the PCR test, just like Dr. Eden has told us, uh, the weaknesses of the PR, PCR test, the cycle threshold, the fact that it's not supposed to be a diagnostic test. It's something that you should be doing. It's something, a limited um, uh, application within a lab environment. The guy who won the Nobel Prize, the chemist who created the PCR test, it shouldn't be said it shouldn't be used uh, in, in the, uh, to test for the Rona. So they're walking you through chapter and verse of all the arguments we, you know, we've, we've made for weeks and months on this doesn't really qualify as a public health emergency, despite everything, the fear porn, what the politicians tell you, the, the, the constant media drumbeat, that this, while a very real virus, doesn't even qualify uh, as as a public health emergency, and that's where they've gone big and they've gone bold. And I got to admire, while not maybe agreeing with every way that they make their arguments, I got to agree with their approach to this and gets gets to the very core of whether or not she has legitimate power in an emergency or not. It suddenly becomes irrelevant when there is no emergency, and uh, it's a it's a bold lawsuit. I'm still going through it. Uh, it's very interesting, though. I think they make a lot of very compelling arguments. Dad, we'll uh, talk more about that. Your calls and texts. A lot of people sending. Uh, Various things. This coming in from Johns Hopkins. I uh, don't know the name of the person who uh, texted in, but, you know, as you have been saying all along, this uh, coming out uh, just today. And, you know, we do have to go back to the science. Yes. And most of the science, science is actually saying, yeah, most of the science is saying, no, no, we're not. A closer look at U.S. deaths due to COVID-19. This published November 22nd, 2020. That's Dr. Beyond, yep. Yep, okay. and uh, this one talks about, according to new data, the U.S. Le- ranks first in total COVID-19 cases, New cases per day and death. And Dr. Brion, Assistant Program Director of the Applied Economics Master's Degree Program at Hopkins, analyzed all the effects of the COVID-19 on the U.S. deaths using that data. And you also uh, have our other scientists from Sandia Labs as well. From mid-March to mid-September, the total deaths have reached 1.7 million, of which 200,000 or 12% of total deaths are COVID-19 related. Instead of looking directly at COVID-19 deaths, she had focused on the total deaths per age group and per cause of death in the U.S. and uses information to shed light on it. She explained that the significance of the COVID-19 on U.S. deaths can be understood only through comparison to the number of total deaths in the United States. This is from the highest medical school in the country, uh, research medical school, that is Johns Hopkins. Yep, yep, and of course they've all gone after her. That that was censored by the, 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 the university itself, took the article down. Uh, you know, the Silicon Valley censoring that. We used it in our posting a couple of weeks ago called um, Rona Wars, the Phantom Pandemic. Uh, that was uh, put up on December 16th, available exclusively, ladies and gentlemen, at rockoftalk.chat. Uh, and we we walked through Dr. Brian's numbers. And, you know, what her most compelling evidence is that the numbers of things like stroke and heart disease and cancer have dropped off in roughly proportionate numbers to the number of deaths attributed to COVID. So Stop a, there. Uh, Stop right there. there. there do is. not even, do not even move one step further. <laughs> yes, yes. Say it just as you just said it and say it slower. Yes. Uh, in fact, it's probably it's probably better uh, for me to uh, to read it uh, just from from the article itself. Uh, Let's do it. When Dr. Beyond looked at the 2020 data during the uh, seasonal period, early COVID period, uh, COVID-19 related deaths exceeded deaths from heart diseases. That was highly unusual since heart disease has always prevailed as the leading cause of deaths. 
However, when taking a closer look at the death numbers, uh, Genevieve Burian, looking, this is all CDC data that this Johns Hopkins researcher looked at, she noticed something strange. She compared the number of deaths per cause during that period in 2020 to 2018 and noticed that instead of the expected drastic increase across all causes, there was a significant decrease in deaths due to heart disease. Even more surprising, this sudden decline in deaths is observed for all other causes. As Dr. Briand asked in her YouTube lecture, where have all the heart attacks gone? And I added in the piece, for that matter, what about deaths from cancer and diabetes and Alzheimer's disease? Two words, ascertainment bias. As described by uh, Carl Hennigan, the director of the University of Oxford Center for Evidence-Based Medicine, I think that qualifies him as a scientist if he is the director of one of the leading university on planet Earth Center for Evidence-Based Medicine. Uh, he said it's the tendency, ascertainment bias, is the tendency for disease outbreaks to induce medical professionals to focus on the worst-case scenario. Uh, in the earliest days of the novel, uh, novel coronavirus, he predicted, quote, people will call every death as though it's related to COVID-19, but that is not the case. I don't know what else we could possibly say. Not my words, folks. Not my words. And you're not a medical doctor or a scientist or anything. We're just uh, putting it out there. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. Some explosive stuff to sort of wrap the year. And I think this all harkens back to what we were talking about with regard to Dr. Yeadon, former chief of uh, science and pharmacology, I believe, over at... Pfizer, yes. which is the first release. Now there's seven companies that have come out. This is all about money making, Dowd, and it's all about politics. Sad that's to say, but I think it's up. mostly true. Yep. Yep, that's where we are. All right, uh, back in four minutes, 426 here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com. That's rockoftalk.com. Go ahead and subscribe directly as well at rockoftalk.chat. Get your daily blast. Get all of the original articles and everything that we have right here, including video and audio of all our programs. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at... 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting out, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? 
JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771-3937. Alarms are ignored. Kill switches are easily detected and reconnected. RFIDs are hacked using a basic code grabber. And GPS tracking systems, well, they're good at locating your vehicle after it's been taken. Give us a call, 505-550-4994. Hey, Boudicke, Buck Buckner, owner of Car Spa here. I've had a job since maybe 11 years old. Broke was not in my vocabulary. Through work opportunities, I learned things like responsibility, discipline, go-get, setting goals, savings, teamwork, integrity, competitiveness, commitment, and self-worth. Recent Car Spa expansions requires that we hire more people across the ranks of associates, supervisors, and managers. We need to build more teams to meet the demand of our business. We have hourly and salary positions with benefits, with experience and performance. We are looking for the right people and energy for both full service and part-time to be a part of our team. We have an immediate and greatest need at our newest West Side Coors location, but are hiring at all sites. Drop by early morning, Sunday through Wednesday, fill out an app, and interview a manager and join the team. Hello, it's Emerson from Entourage Jazz. There's no live Christmas show this year, but we hope you'll pick up our award-winning holiday recording. Entourage Jazz wishes you a cool Yule. Check it out at livemusic.theplaceilike.com and we wish you a peaceful holiday season. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. All right, 431 here in the Kiva on AM600 KIVA and 93.7 FM. D-Dowd, Muska, and I are live, and we're uh, uncovering some things. Uh, your texts and calls, 550-5500. I want to say, uh, during the slow holiday time, our listenership has still been pretty buoyant. Nice. Um, that's, you know, you guys are still trying to say, but I really feel like the entire year has been one giant holiday. How many times have I said that? Yeah. I, you know, we've, like, we've got to get back to getting and going to work. Yeah, I'm scared to death that we're not going to be able to find our work ethic again. It's, it's like where I come from, it's called a snow day. We don't really have those in, in New Mexico, but you know, it's been a 365 day long snow day. You know, but the snow day is supposed to be fun on occasion. It's not supposed to go on forever. Yeah, does everybody feel like you know they your get up and go, got up and went uh, <laughs> out there for everybody else, but you're still here? You know, those habits. And let me just let me part of what what's happened to you this year is they've taken away your ability you know when someone loses you know cat their whiskers an, an insect its antennas um the sun setting and rising at different times like once they throw that clock off 
it, you know, everything goes. Mm-hmm. You know, your circadian rhythms in terms of your sleep, Dowd, mm-hmm. nobody knows that better than you. You've got to have that. I'm very vigilant. Like, you've got to stay on top of that. And repetition, discipline, you know, your ritual, all of that is very important. And that's all been taken away from you. Why? Because we're reacting to, well, a virus, not a virus, a, a political ploy. Uh, you know, at this point, it's anybody's guess. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many interpretation of what's uh, what's going on, and we're still not through it, which is why they're saying, "Well, there's a second surge, and something else is happening, and here's what you need to worry about." I, I feel bad for every single person out there who's had to homeschool, who's had to take care of their children, uh, in, in addition, or taking care of their work, in addition to taking care of their children. Uh, like your life has been completely and totally messed up. And no apologies to you. No, 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 no. no. You, you are simply the control. They are using you, as it, and you've been scolded. You've been told, this is bad, this is bad, don't do this. Basically, you're a murderer. I mean, we put that out there with that unbelievable uh, Toronto Mall uh, video, which I thought was you know spot on. Yes, yes. So we are at this point uh, here going into 2021, and I can only say this. I can only say that I hope things don't continue the same as 2020, and I know you all join me in saying that. But the only way it's going to stop being 2020 is if you push back. For those of you who decided not to push back, for those of you who decided, well, I'm not going to get up and go to work because I'm scared of the coronavirus or I'm scared of whatever, getting fired or having the wrong political opinions, that has to stop. In fact, that would be my New Year's resolution for every single one of you. Every single one of you is to just live your life. Mm-hmm. If what What's left of it, to be quite honest? How what many businesses destroyed? Yeah. How many families destroyed? Mm-hmm. How many incomes? Uh, family uh, fracturing is at an all-time high. You see the number of divorces? Yeah. Record high. Record high homicides. Domestic Record violence. high domestic violence. Exactly. Record number of suicides. Teen suicide. Yeah. You couldn't... It, make this year any worse and yet we're still being forced you're still being told to shut up take it and this is what we're going to do and if you don't comply you're going to be penalized that's what they've done to how many restaurants and how many businesses that are and now churches. it's now it's <laughs> yeah that's what's just going to go now it's resorted to churches if you get a chance go live your life go as someone told me earlier today i'm going to go to church for the first time this weekend i'm like there you go what Steve Smotherman is doing is actually now working. I wish Steve would have pushed a lot harder earlier in the year, to be quite honest. Even as hard as he did push, which nobody pushed harder than Steve, I still think that he had it in him to push even harder with us. Instead of me getting questioned, you know, I literally got a question from their counsel. They picked up the phone and called me. It was like, uh, well, we want to know a little bit more about this. Like, well, you can call Dowd. They had some guy, Barry, uh, reach out to me. Hmm. And I uh, was questioning whether or not what we were doing was legitimate. I'm like, of all people to be questioning on this, you're questioning me. You don't think that I put, like, my name is physically on the document. I'm sharing my information. My All of that information is on every single one of those sheets. And it's a one-sheeter. You're sharing information with me. I'm sharing information with you. I'm not sure how anything could be, what legal trouble would there be for having people sign a statement saying, I like peanut butter, and send it into the Rocket Talk. Like, what? What would be illegal about anything? I mean, it's just a grassroots effort for people to voice their. I mean, I don't know what would be the legal. What were they afraid of? It's that's you know that's eighty years of uh, monopoly rule in this uh, don't rock the boat state. Uh, oh, that's wow. right. Wow, wow. 
550-5500. I'll read that uh, recall petition one more time. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hello, how are you? Oh, there you are. You know what? I'm out. I'm done with you in 2020, and uh, you're nowhere to be seen in 2021. So uh, that's the same guy. He, he's not. Um, you haven't heard him in a while. No, no. Yeah, normally I'm able to get rid of him, uh, but he finds different phones to call on. Oh, multiple and numbers. And it's a made-up made voice. Oh. Yeah, the guy uh, literally tries to just start stop my show. He's done it. The, the for, true show killer. <laughs> he's done it since I uh, about a month after I stopped running for mayor, since that time. Hmm. He's continued to take jabs, and I know exactly who the person is, and he's an idiot for doing that. And, you know... What else am I going to say? Let me read this and peach MLG for those of you uh, out there. Dad, you were going to go to something? Uh, you know, just a little more probe of the of the lawsuit, but we've got the rest of the show for that. Let's let's go to. Uh, I never want to stand in the way of impeach MLG. <laughs> never, no. never. Um, and it's very simple. It's, and it uh, talks about in use of the word malfeasance, and it clearly states recall at the very top of the petition. It says recall. We use impeach as marketing, so these people constantly and they're always republicans uh or and they're always establishment republicans are saying you can't do that you can't recall the governor but well, you don't even try all you did was sit there and whine and complain and didn't try to do anything about it i did i put my name on it it's at the bottom it says mail to rock of talk gives my address gives you the, the station it gives you the website or you can go to my my main website sign printed name County of voter registration, address, phone, email, all that information right there. Let me be brief. We, the people of New Mexico, are signing this recall petition for the express purpose of removing the governor, Lujan Grisham, for malfeasance. Specifically, the governor has intentionally either personally or caused others under her direction to having been dishonest, acted illegally, and knowingly exceeded her authority, interfered or denied the public their constitutionally guaranteed rights by the following acts. The governor or her agents have A lied or intentionally misled the public about the current state of affairs, effects, and public health threat of the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. Has intentionally overstated the dangers. You know, this is going to stand for three years, four years. Because hindsight being 2020, these people who signed this document are going to be golden children, if you really think about this. history Because very we will know <laughs> at that time just how much she did lie. And you will have uh, been able to call, has intentionally overstated the dangers of the virus, denied the citizens many of their rights and privileges under the United States Constitution, lacked transparency in how the state of New Mexico, and that's easy, in how the state of New Mexico has directed the hospital medical systems to treat infected patients. That on itself is malfeasance. Not being transparent while locking you down, yep. meaning not communicating with you and letting you know exactly what's happening and how it's happening is reason enough to remove a government elected elected government official or allowed obvious threats to the public to transpire including importing additional infected patients yours truly who is out there on the turf the smurf over there at wilson stadium or milney stadium and denied the citizens may, oh excuse me importing additional infected patients from out of state and out of state for improper reasons without any public disclosure or notice the reasons why she did do it the reasons why michelle lujan grisham did import those patients. It wasn't in uh, the goodness of our heart and we're the only, you know, trauma or we're the only coronavirus or we have a pet. No, it was because of money. Money. $14,000 for an infection, $42,000 for a vent. Has intentionally misled the public with false data regarding the actual numbers of persons tested for the coronavirus. 
Did they ever segment out if people were being tested multiple times? I think to date we're about 1.85 million, 1.9 million people Same. tested. We're getting Insane. to 100%. We're, do we're do getting, we're getting know there. <laughs> how each of those people have... And I'm literally, you know, giving it to her from the very beginning. This this was created in March. Yeah, yeah. This was literally created in March. You knew what was happening March. and you knew what was coming. <laughs> Has intentionally misled the public with false data regarding the actual numbers of persons tested for the coronavirus. Has intentionally inflated the testing figures by false counting methods, including counting individuals more than once who have previously been counted or tested, right? People have multiple infections. Throwing those numbers in, what does that do? Well, it gets you to stay at home and gets you to do what she wants. Oh, and if you don't do what she wants, has intentionally manipulated the number of persons who have been tested as positive for COVID-19. We can also, ergo, talk, start talking about these cyclical, the false positives that have been created by, uh, what was it, the revolutions or whatever? Uh, cycle thresholds. Cycle yeah. thresholds. Thank you. Dad's always on top of things. We've tested positive for COVID-19 in order to further her agenda and justify her draconian actions against the public. I'm literally putting it right there to you. Just like Governor Gavin Newsom, just like uh, Andrew Cuomo, just like, uh, what's the governor of Michigan? Oh, Whitmer. They've all done the very same thing. This is an agenda, and I put it right there. Has intentionally manipulated a number of persons who have been tested positive for COVID-19 in order to further her agenda. See, it says agenda and justify Draconian actions against the public. Against. Not working with. Against. This is my favorite one. This next statement, this is gold, pure gold right here. Has arbitrarily and capriciously imposed extreme measures against the public at large, including falsely imprisoning the public. Oh, I love, that's my favorite. When I, I was like, you know what? She's imprisoning people in their own homes. Basically, yeah. You're falsely imprisoning people when you give them bad information. You make them stay home. Forcing the public to remain in their homes and forcing medical quarantines on healthy individuals. There you go. There's another, like, if you read that, you're, you're saying to yourself, you know what? Why am I quarantining? Why, why am I being forced to quarantine and stay home? That's well, what happened. thousands of years, quarantining has meant sequestering the sick. Not everyone. But suddenly, I guess in 2020, we just changed it all up. Yep. Can you believe the Republican Party is against this? Can you believe it? They're literally, I've got all the logic. I laid it all out. Has intentionally allowed dangerous offenders to be released from judicially imposed incarceration. Was anybody talking about the prisoners this early? We, we were talking about it the moment she mentioned it. Oh, we've got to release the prisoners because they're all going to infect each other. What? You have a governor who's going to release prisoners? Because they're because of infections, you healthy need to stay home and quarantine. Juxtaposed to prisoners need to be released because they're about to all infect each other. <laughs> I can't make that like that is the most. If you ins- understand that logic, ladies, that's gentlemen. the most insane thing I, I could possibly say. That's insane, right? Yeah, yeah, it's totally yeah. insane. Uh, has prevented lawful and peaceful demonstrations. We've seen that multiple times. Uh, the church is back in April. Uh, and completely interfered with the public's First Amendment rights. That's easy. I mean, that's just the lowest hanging fruit. Has arbitrarily and capriciously denied businesses from conducting legal activities. Right? And then, of course, I don't even, you know, segment this out, but picked winners and losers. Big box win, small business lose. Has ignored all standards of reason in deciding, quote, Essential versus non-essential. Nothing could be more capricious and arbitrary which way that she went that. 
on business categories with no public disclosure, no public listing or category, has provided no explanation on how our administration determined the categories, and has intentionally, willfully, and, oh, you're laying it, laying it on thick again, with malicious intent, forced mid, right? We, all we have to do is count who donated to her, who, do, who donated to her, with malicious intent, forced mid-size and small businesses to be closed under the threat of legal and financial penalties, yet has continued to allow large national and international companies to remain in operation. This intentional act was willful, malicious, intended to force small businesses to remain closed with callous and neglectful disregard. With complete knowledge, most small companies will never financially recover and likely be forced to close forever. Who else was possibly saying that this early? I was the only voice. Where was Mark Ronchetti, by the way? Good point. Where was Mark Ronchetti running for Senate talking about this stuff? Where were any of the CD1, CD2, CD3 candidates talking about this? Where were any of your elected officials talking about this? Not one. Not one person was talking about this. And they're, they're grilling me for this. They don't want to sign it, and they're saying that I'm stealing your identity with this. Per- Is anybody putting themselves out there more than this? Yes, I'm going to go after, after the governor. And this Melissa chick, uh, whoever the heck that, that, that she is, decided to go ahead and said that I'm stealing somebody's identity after calling the governor out on all this stuff, Dowd? That's our, that's our state right now. Got a national and international companies remain in operation. This intentional act was willful, malicious, intended to force small businesses to remain closed with callous and neglectful disregard. With complete knowledge that most small companies will never financially recover and likely to be forced closed forever has intentionally caused grievous harm to the economy of the great state of New Mexico for completely unsubstantiated scientific and medical reasons. You can't do that. You, the science has to be concrete and firm. Bulletproof. Firm in order to make these, okay? And acting in the appearance of total, uncontrolled, tyrannical attitude, especially in the face of any criticism. Has acted, uh, and all we have to do is take every single trip still Necky uh, as the communications director, and there it is. It, it, put them all in there. <laughs> has acted with complete disregard in a manner unbecoming of the position in the office of governor of New Mexico. Absolutely. That, that's easy. That is, no governor should act like that. And then I threw in the ETA. Has acted malicious, maliciously with intentional harm towards the state's industries, including oil and gas, by purposely imposing the Energy Transition Act without any legal, scientific, or financial understanding or reasonable expectation of the act that will actually benefit the state economy. Notice, I did not talk about anything else. I didn't talk about the environment or anything. The state economy, and in actuality, has acknowledged the act to cause massive economic harm to the existing energy sector and knowingly will cause massive economic harm and hardship to the citizens of New Mexico. As such, we, the people of New Mexico, are signing and affirming our demands and desire to the governor of New Mexico be removed from office for intentional actions accounting to, uh, amounting to both malfeasance and misfeasance. I affirm I agree to the petition. I'm affixing my signature proof of my support. In order for this to work, it has to have all that information that's right there. Okay. Uh, my name is on it. I put it out there. Uh, it literally paints a giant target right on my chest. And you Republicans are idiots if you decided that you thought that this was any way, shape, or form to gather information for my own purposes. Okay? All we had to do was use this to flip the House, and you guys couldn't. No, we lost two Senate seats and uh, uh, net, net one gain. Right on, on the House seat, uh, forty 
Go ahead. The insanity of, of what's of the Republican refusal to at least, even if you don't like Eddie Aragon, draft the legislation and come up with your own impeachment plan for the governor. In 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 Ohio, the Republican governor, several Republican members of the legislature are trying to impeach the governor in their own party for his out of control lockdown. And you have Republicans in this state who aren't even willing to make a slight effort to impeach the governor in the opposite party in their state. I mean, that's how that's the clown world. We're that's in how we got to this point. <laughs> Compliance. Compliance. <clears throat> right. Silence is consent. Compliance is not defiant. Five fifty fifty five hundred caller. Good evening. Good evening. Happy, happy. Hopefully next year. <laughs> anyway, it is. It is. I, uh, it's going to be. Yeah, we're uh, the yeah, second American I'm, Revolution is taking place, sir. Are you awake? Yeah. Are you on board? I'm on board. Yes, sir. I am. But um, I, um, I, I just tuned into your show. I just got back uh, this past week after a glorious two months away from this insane asylum, and. Uh, after being out there, it's just, I'm just more aware of how crazy things are here. I'll give you a, a perfect example. This morning, I went. To, I had to go to Walmart, and uh, there were so many cars in the parking lot. It took me nearly 15 minutes just to find a spot, and I walked right in. No, all kinds of people in the store. I had to go get one more thing just now, and. No cars in the parking lot, hardly at all. But yet there's a big old darn long line out there making people stand out in the cold. I, I kind of figured maybe uh, uh, the, the, the tyrant's uh, Gestapo came and gave uh, Walmart some crap or something today. I'm not sure, but it didn't make any sense to me why, when there was more people this morning shopping, no line. But now, when there's hardly anybody in there, there's a line of about 30 people standing outside. Where did you travel to? I went to uh, Tennessee and Missouri. And, and uh, uh, how open is Missouri? Well, uh, everywhere I went, uh, I mean, the, the towns that I went to weren't really big. Uh, Sykeston, uh, Missouri, uh, Cape Girardeau, Missouri. You do, uh, wearing a mask is an option. I, I wore mine because I'm 65. I think I'm a little vulnerable, although, to be honest with you, I'm not sure these masks really do any good. But um, Do you, you know, know anybody who's died from COVID? No. None of my uh, family out there, none of their friends, no one. And no in one. Tennessee, how open is Tennessee? Well, uh, I, I went to Paris, Tennessee, which, again, isn't that big of a town, but it's a good-sized little place, and... Um, the same thing. Masks are basically an option. You you you, uh, you can wear it or not. We can't no make this stuff up. You. I mean, I, I don't want your name uh, uh, or anything like that. But you know, this is somebody's experience who's just come back, hasn't been here. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, sir, I ran for state party chair. I lost by one vote. Uh, and it took 172 votes. It took them two hours to count. And then I lost by 29 votes. And I called for a complete and total recount and a, a, a re-congregation uh, of the Republican Party, and you're going to hear some more voices uh, that are going to start talking about that as well. And there's direct, directly from the State Central Committee. We've got no pushback going against the, the governor uh, here in the state of New Mexico, sending press releases and, 
and and suing the governor in state court is not going to be doing anything. <laughs> cut that, that 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 much I can tell you. So anything else? Well, this uh, this state here, uh, as as far as uh, I'm concerned, elections. Um, I think this state's been corrupt for years. Yeah. Well, I, even I, the I, parties I, themselves are corrupt as well. Yeah, I, I agree. But I. But I we're going to have to figure out other ways to get this done. We're going to have to figure yeah. out other ways to get this done. And uh, I appreciate uh, you uh, tuning well, in. I've I, got a couple of other calls I, I got to run to. Anything else? Um, I, I have a couple of friends and some others that are going to Washington. They'll be there on the sixth. Oh, nice. To okay. Stand. Stand well, hopefully, for, hopefully uh, they will. Uh, Hopefully they will be armed and uh, will be uh, exercising their Second Amendment rights. And uh, you did hear that correct. I hope that they're armed and are there to protect themselves. And should Antifa well, or Black they, Lives Matter be there, uh, I'm telling you, it's, it's not going to be pretty. Him, him and his wife are uh, both will both be armed, and they are both uh, well well trained in, in martial arts. Krav Maga, to be precise. Okay, there you go. I don't know what that is, but. It's All right, really sir. Long hey, long. happy New Year! I appreciate you calling in this afternoon, and uh, God hey. bless you. That's a good Thank call. Thank you, sir. Call I'm sorry, sorry about ahead. your two months back back to unreality of New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I just wanted to call and ask you uh, what I can do to um, sign up to start uh, the petition signing. I'd be happy to set up tables. If you have any banners or no, I don't whatever. have any. I don't have any banners. You just go to impeachmlg.com. That's it, and then that's uh, it? print that. That's it. Print them out, and it's got to be one per person, and then just send them in. And in fact, uh, we are fourteen thousand one fifty three on the petitions. And imagine if she were to get reelected in two years. Well, we oh already God. have we already have her impeachment uh, papers ready to go if she gets reelected. This well, is a, yeah. a true grassroots effort. Uh, ma'am, I, I, would, we need, I, would, I would just say to you what Pat Buchanan said to all of us Buchananites back in 92 when we were taking on George H.W. Bush. Do not wait for orders from headquarters. Ride to hear the sound of the guns. You're on your own. <laughs> I just need to know how many signatures we need to get her out. 150,000. Plus we also That's need... It? Uh, yeah, plus we also need a majority uh, of Republicans in uh, 2022. Okay, well, we can do that. <laughs> that's what I thought. The way you that's made the problem. way you made it sound, that's exactly how I thought. I'm like, yeah, we can do this. I admire I mean, the confidence. Yeah, that's exactly. I, I say it just like you. You're like, yeah, we can do it. That's how I feel. I don't think that's. I don't think that's a problem. I could probably get you a bunch of signatures on um, on the sixth. There's that uh, freedom ride that's leaving from the exit at Placida. Yep. At 10 o'clock in the morning, um, I bet I could get a whole bunch of people to find. Yeah, Rebecca and thing. Natalie, they're Liberty ladies. They'll be live on Saturday. Take a listen in for them. Uh, I'll tell you, Rebecca, uh, she must have brought in, she's she brought in more than 1,000 on her own. Maybe. She's a rock star. There's been so many multiple mailings. I yeah, she's, she's literally, yeah, whatever you can do, if you want to go and do it. I will tell you, you'll find people who hate my guts, and they will go to extreme measures to take your petitions from you and prevent you from getting signed. And they work for they work for the Democrats. Make no mistake about it. Okay, well, I don't think they're going to be on the Freedom Ride. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yeah, screw them. I'm, I'm with you. A Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. 
Same to you. I listen to you all the time. Love oh, yourself. thank you. Yeah, just text me directly, and I'll shoot you the link, and then you can uh, go ahead and do that, okay? Okay, thanks. All right, bye. I mean, that's... I felt like I just made a friend for life right there. There you go. Yeah, no problem. We can do that. We can knock that out. Uh, I want to get back to this, this, you know, very quickly, the coronavirus. I really feel like we need to talk more about Dr. Yeadon. Mm. I mean, I think given what we've heard with Johns Hopkins, the malfeasance that has happened in terms of governance, I think that would be a, a nice way uh, in terms of finishing off this decade. I don't think anybody, you know, any interview or video or article Nothing. explains it as well. No. And it's probably, you know, the British thing, because we Americans, we, we colonials think that they're all smarter than us. But his presentation, his calmness, um, he does ex- describe his experience. He's well qualified to discuss this topic. It's probably the best thing to emerge uh, in terms of the science, uh, a critique of the anti-science agenda being pushed by MLG and, and, and her flunky. So uh, I'm a big fan of Eden. I just stumbled upon him by accident and brought him into the studio Metaphorically speaking, and uh, we we brought in uh, a lot of uh, we we've created a lot of Eden fans over the last. Couple oh of my months. gosh, I have got more requests for that than any yeah. other thing on the radio station. And then, of course, General Zanetti. Oh wow, uh, a lot of lot of lot of people love uh, him and the stuff that he does uh, as well. So um, here we go. And by the way, we will be here tomorrow. So I want to make sure that you guys all are very aware that uh, we'll be doing a show here uh, tomorrow as well. Big things happening in 2021. Eddie and company, have a safe and hopefully uh, good new year. 21 will be on our face mask. President Trump stays in our home in D.C., and we will continue to fight with our voices, our voices, and fight the right to vote legally, which indicates all of our names are in the White House legally. We have to remember this, Eddie, and I can't improvise this enough, emphasize this enough, I think is what he said. Our names are now in the White House right now. And that is uh, from Robin Hood, the uh, conservative. I appreciate him very much. Uh, Eddie, do you look at chat? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Uh, this? Uh, are you texting me this? And that? Yes. That'll be good. Um, Eddie, some of the people. Oh, wow. That's hilarious. I've got guys who basically go after other people on the radio. Oh, i, I got to share this. So our competitors, they're finding out who they follow on Instagram. And they're seeing all the liberals that they follow. Oh. Yeah. Hi, Eddie. Happy, blessed, and prosperous New Year to you in the Kiva. This will be a year of possibilities. God will take you to even higher places. Our impeach MLG forms uh, are in the mail. Uh, thank you. I think we need to recall the Rhino Pierce for malfeasance and competence as well for abdicating his responsibilities for guiding the Republican Party to humongous losses in November state elections. Uh, uh, I, I couldn't agree more. She's killing small businesses. Thunderstruck signs is still open to help out, though. Yes, uh, they're going to actually do my signs. They're going to replace all of our signs right here. Mm-hmm. i got to get back with him. He didn't have the, uh, what do you call it, the Apple Pay. Uh, Michael Savage's last day on radio today, Andy. Time for the next generation to take up the mantle of exposing the Democrats. How about the rock of time? I love that. Okay. Uh, no no one's in answering me in chat. Okay. Well, I'm I'm busy. I can answer you right there on your text message right there, and I will go answer whatever you are. Uh, I think Dynabarga, let's see. What that is. Okay. We'll get to all those texts, and we'll be, of course, uh, be here tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Right here in the Kiva, AM 1600, KIVA, 93.7 FM. We have the app, rockoftalk.com. That's rockoftalk.com and rockoftalk.chat. Yeden is next. Take a listen, and, of course, take a listen to our show uh, tomorrow from 5 to 7. We'll go with Yeden and uh, directly into Buck Sexton.